Oh, I got his ass now. You have to be fast in the track. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. My bottle got stretched a little bit. I got a tight little butt. I'm about to light this shit up. Tori, what just happened? You went blank on me again, buddy. This is not oh, I, had, I accidentally, accidentally had mute on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we haven't done chatter radio in so long. Dude, it feels good. We've It's been a while since we've done any kind of yeah, chatter radio. So uh, happy to have it back here. Happy to have some live listeners and people tuning in on the YouTube channel. Um, people yeah. are filing in slowly here. So thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We're going to... We're going to chat a bit everything today. We're going to catch up. We'll probably chat Louisville and Portugal, do a Sylvan social media check-in. We should do a BMX all-star team too, I was just thinking. That'd be cool. Oh, an all-star team, hey? Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Like an, like a, Just like a singular, singular team? Or are we talking like an East Coast, West Coast kind of team? No, we just make a singular team. You, make, you know what you could do? You can make your ideal Olympic team. How about we do that? We should do that. Okay. Yeah, we'll make an ideal Olympic team. Okay, so we got a lot of uh, activities to do this show. This is, I think, this is more of a uh, free-handed, free-balling show. We're going to talk a little random stuff, but we got a few games to get to, a few uh, segments. Um, this being one of them. Now, this will be fun. It's going to be a fun little show today. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it here. Uh, before um, we get things uh, rolling too much, let's give a quick shout out to uh, ProGate Europe. Winning starts with a great gate tee. We're talking. We're talking the best, and I mean, if you're gonna. If you're going to get the best start, you need to do it on the best equipment. Like we said before, you can't be gating on some janky ass system at your local track or one of those other European no-name brands. No, it's got to be a pro gate. It's got to be a pro gate. We're, we're pro gate people. Everyone should be a pro gate person. Everyone sees around the world those nice gates they have set up at those nice tracks that you always wish that you were riding. Well, guess what? Those tracks, those gates, they have pro gate Europe's. Got to get yours. Get yours today, baby. Get yours today. Get yours today. I wanted to start off <laughs> with a free ad saying, I fucking love T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no free ads, but I love this free ad. I know no, exactly where it's no going. No free ad, dude. I fucking love T-Mobile. They, they might be my new favorite company. I'm, yeah. I'm not kidding. They might be my new favorite company <laughs> in the world. <laughs> so give us the rundown. So T, you got a new uh, a new phone plan because you got down in the US now. Um, yeah, yeah. What, so what's down the situation? States... Yeah, I'm down the state, so I got a got a new number and got a whatever SIM for down here. Um, and just the simplicity of going into the, the, the cell phone store or the carrier store, whatever you call it, and, and getting a, a, a whatever month-to-month -month plan is just, it's unbelievable. I was in and out of there in five minutes. I didn't even know what I, I was like halfway through. And I just, I just already paid and I just got my thing was already in my phone. And I was like, okay, okay, well, like, what, what do I like, <laughs> do? Do I... Do you have to do anything else? Like, what do I have to do here? And she's like, oh, no, no, you didn't mean you're good. Yeah, you just, you know, pay, yeah, pay month to month and you're fine. I was like, right on. So, dude, get this. Unlimited, unlimited talks, texts, and data in North America for $55 a month. That's unbelievable. That's an absolute <laughs> steal of a deal. It, it is unbelievable. And I know people listening in the States probably think, oh, it's just normal. What's he talking about? Coming from Canada, where it's like probably three times the price, and do we even have unlimited plans, really? I don't, I don't know. If I don't think like we do. I don't think, I don't we, think do. we do either. 
Like our, our plan is the most unlimited we can get now, but it's like 15 gigabytes of regular data. And then after 15, like mine is, it's, you still get unlimited after, but it's the shit speed. It's absolutely garbage speed. I can't even load an Instagram picture. That is, and that's just child's play compared to the, compared to the plan I have now. I, I'm talking, I got whatever, 50 or 100 gigabytes of premium data. And then I go down to like four or 5G after that, which is probably basically the same thing. It's probably better than we, what we still have here. Yeah. So that's it is insane. just a remarkable, truly remarkable plan I have here. It I'm is so excited. <laughs> it's <laughs> dude, the so, best part. I can just keep it because when I go to go back to Canada, dude, it's, it's just not a problem. Like I'll just, I have North American. I don't need it. I don't. Yeah. You don't even need another plan when you come home. It's North American data. Yeah. It's such it's a, some, first of all, it's such a joke that our, our plans are like that. Like, yeah, Europeans are laughing at us. Americans are laughing at us right now. We're just up here and like in Canada, just being like, like sucking dick, trying to like, you know, get a phone plan that lasts like an entire month. We can blow, we used to blow through our phone plan in like in, in a week and you'd just be stuck just <laughs> texting only. And it was the stupidest thing ever. We get screwed in Canada with our phone plans. Those phone companies are, should be in jail for just the crooks they are back <laughs> It's unbelievable. <laughs> dude, it's yeah. funny. Like our plan, I remember we got upgraded to three gigabytes. Well, dude, we got three gigabytes a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably use three gigs a day now. Dude, easily. You could probably blow through three gigs sitting in the, like on your couch in the morning scrolling Instagram. It's insane. Remember, remember when Shawnee Gang told us about this? He had unlimited data, I think, whatever, a few years ago when he first told us about it. He, and he streamed an F1 race on it. We were just in shock. Dude, that was absolutely hilarious. I couldn't believe it. I was like, no way that's possible. And he just has unlimited data. Now that's we know why. Because what I always had to do, and I'm sure you probably do too, is you see on in your iPhone settings, you can set the data usage to like, you can reset it, whatever. So I'd reset it on the build day and then I would watch it. I would watch it to not go over three gigs. Yep. And then if I was getting close with like two weeks ago, I'd be like, wow, I just can't start. I can't go on like Instagram when I'm out now. No, because you got to like lock it up when you get close to it. So you can, at least you can still iMessage and like, you know, FaceTime message or FaceTime yeah. call if you need to, but like mostly for iMessage and WhatsApp, like you need a little bit for that. So then you got to be super stingy. And now I'm just, I'm in a place where I don't even need to look. <laughs> <laughs> you must feel so free right now. Dude, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm like, I'm in the house and I'm just like, well, should I connect to the Wi-Fi? Like, do I, do I have to? You don't I don't really, know if I even, I don't think I really need to connect to the Wi-Fi anymore. It feels, it feels absolutely wrong not to connect to the Wi-Fi though, doesn't it? You're like, what? I can't do this. Dude, I can't blow like, through this data. Are you kidding me? Seriously, it's ingrained in me. Dude, yeah. It's ingrained. I have to like, I find myself still connected to the day. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch Instagram videos take a lot of, you know, gigabytes, whatever. I can't, I can't be doing that. <laughs> So it's ingrained in me that I have to be so stingy with my data when really I just don't have to give a fuck anymore. Really, you could just blow through as much as you want. You're fine. I could, like, I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't use enough data if I tried. <laughs> yeah, I don't, honestly, I don't think you probably could right now. Which is like, it's so outrageous. They charge, they limit it in Canada and stuff. It's like, it's not, it's not like you're creating it. It's just there. It is. It's like, they're just putting a limit on it because they know like people can, yeah, can do that. It's, it's stupid. Is your home internet in Canada the same thing? Because ours was. My, what, my phone plan and my, oh, you mean like a, like a limit to my Wi-Fi internet? Yeah, we had a limit. Like you could go over it, but you said to pay extra, but it wasn't unlimited either. Good question. I think I probably have a limit, but it's extremely high. So I've never even got close to it. Like I spend all day on it and it's fine, but I'm pretty sure which we is, probably do. We're not unlimited which, here. Which is infuriating as well. That is stupid too. It's like home internet. Are you kidding me? Like what, what are you that's, doing here? That's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. What I find is um, hilarious is when you walk into like T-Mobile, like you probably did, is that you go in there and within five minutes, 
<laughs> of them telling you stuff that you can't even comprehend half the things they're telling you, you're already swiping your card for some kind of plan that you don't really know what you're getting. They tell you like one thing that you want and then you're paying for all this other stuff. But, but really it's like you get all this included and then you can just like repay online somehow, but they actually don't really tell you. They just kind of circle something on your receipt and then you go to look at the receipt. You can't, you're walking out the door with a plan that you have no idea what you just paid for. <laughs> I'm walking out, the, I'm walking out with a plan that's not even written on the receipt. Like I just kind of know what I got. Yeah. I didn't have to give like a, I didn't have to give like an address. She just asked me my name and wrote it down. Like she didn't even like look at my license. Like, dude, I, seriously, I had a phone plan within two and a half minutes of being there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're up here in Canada, they'd be asking for your passport, your driver's license, your yeah. social insurance number. Um, we're going to need your address for that as well too. It's just, it's crazy. It's probably a five to seven day turnaround with all, you know, the activation and everything. <laughs> you know, see the way my bank, my bank account works, you know, their money's got to be transferred over. <laughs> There's a checking and a savings. We gotta do. They, got, they probably got to pull a credit report. Again. <laughs> I mean, it's just, a, it's just a whole thing. I'm to the point where I think I might have not even walked into T-Mobile. Like, I don't know if there was some guy just, just, did, a, just did a pop-up and just, just sold SIM cards. I'm not sure what happened. I, I might not even, I might, I might've bought something else entirely. You, some guys might just be tracking your phone right now, but it doesn't matter because you got all this data. You're not worried about it. Not super worried about it, no. But it's it's um, it was eye opening to say the least. And um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's like if we're from Canada, why did, why wouldn't we all just come down here, get one of the, get the thing I got, and then go back home? You can do the same thing, and it's way better and it's way cheaper. Honestly, if I uh, like if if we weren't having this athlete plan, I would probably be doing that now that I know that. Because, yeah. yeah, even if I had to pay for a plan up here, it probably wouldn't be North America. It would just be Canada, and I'd be getting way worse of a deal. So, like, yeah, it's this extremely smart idea for any Canadians out there that want a better phone plan. Go to the U.S. Just go get one with the U.S. Just go get a U.S. Yeah, yeah. So that was, um, that was the excitement of my day. And now I'm to the point where it's just a logistic nightmare of trying to text people and tell them that was- my numbers change. So I was looking up. You can't just do a text all. It's <sighs> unbelievable. I don't, I don't know why you can't do that. See, so yeah, I, uh, that's a bummer. I know. That's, that's a bummer. Are you, yeah. You're not going to be one of those guys that puts that message out being like, got a new number, text me your name or something. No. So I just started texting people like friends and family today or when I first got it, just yeah. whatever, started texting people, hey, it's my new number. Yeah. Um, but then I was also going through my contacts list and I've accumulated so many random people that I don't just want to, I don't want like, I don't even know them anymore. No, no, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> let's be, let's be real. How many people do you like talk to on the regular? Obviously, you have your, your athletes, your friends, but like your close yeah, yeah. people, it's probably like, I don't know, it's very small. 10% of my contacts probably? Yeah. If, if that? Yeah. I think at one point, I accidentally did that thing where you like connect your like Facebook to your contacts. Like this is years ago. Oh my God. And I like, that I too. have I was, some random I was names in-, in there that is just like, I don't know. I don't know who you are. Like I could not put a name, a face to this name that's in my contact. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. I did that too once. I don't know how I did it. It was the most infuriating thing ever. Dude, I, I had all of a sudden like I had like 500 contacts of people I didn't even know. Yeah, I got at least that many, and I don't. I have no idea who they are. Oh, it was so frustrating. You know what the you know what the worst part about it is? Every once in a while, I come across a, uh, a contact <laughs> that just the last name is just Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Or just, just the just last name is just the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bad. Oh, it's like, yeah, in that situation, like, Jim, you get a new phone, are you going to want to text that person the number? Like, no. Oh, no. 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 I, I have a handful of uh, maybe five to ten people I probably talk to on the regular that need my number. Everybody yeah. else, like, eventually I'll get around to it, but it's like, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So 
That's what I'm thinking. That's probably yeah. your best option. Yeah. It's still, it's yeah. got to be annoying. It's, it's too bad it can't just like sync somehow. It just syncs like iMessage, everything's in the cloud anyways. It knows it's your iMessage. We should be able to just sync it all. I don't know how, but it should. You'd think all of a sudden you just go in someone, oh, imagine all of a sudden in someone's phone, your new number's just there. They don't even know. That'd be great. You don't have to there's, tell them? There's no reason why they can't. Like we have each other's iMessage information. Like it, our phones should just do that. I know. I know. Maybe that'll be the next, uh, the next Apple, Apple advancement. That'll be huge. Yeah. And so there, apparently there's an app where you can download the app and then you can select the context you want and then send them all a different message. And I was going to do that, but I was like, well, it's sending it all as a regular text message. So if that's going to Australia, Holland, France, whatever, yep. it's like, I don't, I don't know if like you have to pay for those or what. Interesting. So it's like, I don't want to, all of a sudden that text cost me $20 to send. It's like, <laughs> well, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I could have done it without that. Yeah. You're in, that's a little, that's a little situation then. Yeah, so it's it's new territory for me. I've had the same number since I was 13. God, that sucks. Hey, doesn't it feel bad like you've lost and like that's a big loss. Like you feel it's like a little weird. Number. Yeah. It's a little weird cuz yeah, I was we have for those people that don't know, we if every year on the national team, we get a free phone or a free plan through Bell in Canada. So I've I've been on it. I wasn't on it before when I was 13, but I had my number and then I just went to Bell and whatever. Kept the same number and then they just kicked me off as of tomorrow. That's why I got a new phone. And that's where I'm at. And that's where we're at. (laughs) That's where I'm at. (laughs) So anyway, that was, that was an exciting day. That is a, that is a big day. I'm glad it's finally figured out because that's a, that's a good uh, step forward in getting comfortable when you're somewhere new until you get your phones, your phone situation figured out, whether in Europe, us, wherever you're kind of like, okay, well, I'm not really like, I'm not really like home yet. You know, I'm not here. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Now you don't have to Um, worry about it. So. Dude, remember the data we had in Australia? We could just get those SIM cards off the shelf in the store. <laughs> it was like 20 bucks for like 50 gigabytes of data too. It was a, it was an absolute joke of how cheap and that was. Dude, they were just sitting there on the shelf. Yeah. It was just a walk up, pick one, pay for it and, and see you later. It was like the easiest thing in the world. And then your number's there. It's like, I don't understand. Like, uh, we don't, what? That's why <laughs> how, and we're paying $160 for three gigabytes of in our own country data it's crazy, crazy. it's obscene it it's is highway absolute. it's highway it's highway robberies that that was what our old plan was wasn't it like 160 bucks or something for three gigs of data it was something ridiculous like that dude i think to think the plan you're on now is probably like a couple hundred bucks like i think the one if i had the same plan in canada that i do here it'd probably be a couple hundred bucks crazy that's a joke yeah yeah what it's, a joke. it is a joke um in other news how are things at home uh, good. I was going to give a quick shout out to uh, James Dubois. He sent us some uh, some coffee, a coffee chatter. Shout out to uh, James. Some quick draw coffee. I tried it. It was pretty good. I you know what, Chad? Is, you want you want to send us some shit? We like free stuff. We like, like free stuff. <laughs> huge free stuff, guys. Especially coffee products. Huge free stuff, guys. Tori hasn't just, got to try this because he left before it came. So uh, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Um, oh. Just don't be just don't be cam, but don't send us energy drinks that are heavy because then we got to pay duty and then we'll be upset. Hey, don't don't make me don't us pay duty. We don't do that. Don't can't. Yeah. Just that one still stings. Still stings because people. Bit. If you send stuff to Canada that like weighs something and it's worth any value, we the receiver has to pay duty tax on it. Yes. Welcome to Canada. Welcome to Canada. And uh, yeah, <laughs> brutal. In other news, things are good here. Just living the life. Sunny sun is out. Sun shining. Labor Day weekend has passed for a lot of people now. Hope everyone had a good one. 
me and me and tugboat spent it walking around uh downtown yesterday going for coffee Same, it's, it, this is one of those situations that tugboat is alex tugas thank you yeah thank you yeah, yeah. alex tugas really. got you and i was gonna save this for later i, I put it on twitter because it's content that we need to discuss but um i saw this girl on the sea bus and um, oh i you told yeah yeah i saw this on a note so do tell about the girl on the sea bus i i so uh, we're back to wearing masks unfortunately so kind of annoying can't really hard, see to t- hard to tell hard to tell yeah. with mask on but yeah. i there was something about these eyes that i saw toward and they gave me a look back at me when we crossed paths at one point that i was like you know what i should have been asking her out now that i think about it should have asked her out she had so some what was eyes the, too. What, was, what was the situation so me Break and i were sitting course. like paint, having a paint, yeah, yeah paint the picture we were we were on the sea bus having a chat we were kind of facing forward there's some seats in front of us facing like sideways and okay, so her, people the sea bus is a, is a, is like a boat bus thing you take across the vancouver harbor yes thank you yeah yeah um so it's a quick like it's a quick little 10 minute trip so me beautiful, and alex beautiful. are sitting there having a little chat this uh this the girl with the eyes we're gonna call her she comes she is looking classy nice nice pair of shoes nice pair of jeans she walks on sits down like right in front of us and she has like um, a friend of, of some sort a younger girl she was like seems like she was mentoring the girl somehow. She was like teaching her about stuff she's going to be doing when they got to downtown. It was kind of interesting. Couldn't really tell. But they were talking the whole time. And me and Alex were just sitting there like chatting, kind of looking at stuff on our phones at the time. And when I, she, they sat down in front of us, I looked up and did the whole double take. I was like, wait a, wait a minute. <laughs> and then I saw her look back and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I was kind of just sitting there watching us, you know, go across the harbor. And she kept like looking over and I like looked back at her and I was like, like I said, like there's some eyes to there. I... You can't mm-hmm. see anything with the mask, but you can tell with those eyes. I'm not good at giving me like giving people the eyes, but she, I think she was giving me the eyes. Yeah, so you you could have gone over and, and said something. You know, I should have. I should have. You know, I should have. Yeah. One of those things. That's a, that's a, yeah, I think now you just gotta you just gotta go for it. I think it's. I should have. I I would have. Yeah. If I knew any better now, if I knew, if I knew now what I know now, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done it. Next and next time, just you'll be in your mind, just be like, just fucking do it, just just fucking do just, it. Just get up, just say something. <laughs> it's just words, anything, any kind of that's words. Not, it's not an easy thing to do. Nope, no, it's not. Definitely have you ever not done that? Have you ever done that before in that kind of setting? I don't. I never have. Not unless I was drunk. Yeah, yeah, but like in a public place, like normal life, I never did. I don't think I have. No. I'm way, I'm way too shy for that kind of thing. Yeah. <sighs> I think she'd appreciate it. I think she would have too. That's the problem. I'm telling you. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, so what would, what would you have said? You have to go over there and open. What would you say? I would I would walk over and say, like, hi, I think your eyes are beautiful. You know, I'm a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably ask if she was single. Um, obviously, I'd ask her name. And then maybe see if she wants to go on a date. She was clearly busy, so I wouldn't try to chat her up on a 10-minute boat ride. But maybe she wants to go on a date later. I got free time yes. right now. Just go over there and be honest, and then just just light just light on the table. You just got to shoot your shot, lay on the table. Do you want to get dressed up? It dressed up to the nines in a nice suit. You get a nice fancy dress, whatever you want. We'll go downtown on a weekday, random night. Go to a nice fancy dinner, and we'll just you know we'll go out, go on and hit the town. And unfortunately, you probably won't ever see her again now. Nope, probably not. No, <laughs> not that small of a town here, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, um, Classic. 25 minutes in, have you had to talk anything BMX right on? <laughs> um, Portugal this weekend, uh, we're going to start the show by saying, once again, Sylvan, just out there grinding, weekend after weekend, just doesn't stop that guy. I, I haven't been able to figure out 
how he keeps his energy, his motivation, his excitement up because he hasn't stopped in so long. It's insane. And he hasn't, not only has he not stopped, he hasn't stopped producing. No, he hasn't. He is consistently just battling for wins and podiums constantly. It's insane. He's probably making some bank too. He's on the podium everywhere. You got to think, you got to think he is. I don't know what his uh, sponsor deals are for getting to these places, but you know, flying within Europe at least or driving within Europe um, is cheap. He's on the podium, like you said, all the time. He's making would, some money. Yeah. I would hope bonuses. it's taken care of. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's making some bank. So good job, Sylvan. Did yeah. he podium both days? He did, didn't he? Uh, no, he didn't podium the second day. He got caught up. Um, was it? Oh, sorry. What day would he not podium? Sunday. Was it Sunday? He didn't podium. I think he got. Didn't podium. Yeah, I think he podium Saturday, but not Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, big shout out to Eddie and Eddie and Pills. I mean, the French Connection just dominating in Portugal. They were they were fast. Yeah, they were both like fast. Like both them, both of them from lane like five or six, I think, um, separately. Like they both did it the first day. I think Eddie was on the inside. Second day, Eddie went to the outside and went from there. It's like, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I just love that Pills is a top guy now. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Do you find that him and Eddie have like a similar similar style in the sense that like they're visually yeah. their their style is a little different, but they look similar to me. Yeah, similar body type. It looks like I think that's what it is. The body type, like a little bit skinnier, and the way they like they move their body on the bike around the track, it's very similar to me. Yeah, kind of like wiry, explosive. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's badass. The pills is just a top dude now, and it's just expected that he's probably going to win or be on the box. Yeah. No, it really is, yeah. He's, I mean, that dude delivered so many times this year. It's crazy. <laughs> you want to talk about, yeah, we talk about Sylvan being like on there, up there constantly. Pills has been there too. Arthur Pillard, if we didn't say it before, Arthur Pillard Pills. <laughs> he's, uh, dude, I forgot. I almost forgot he was European champion. It's cool that he's wearing the jersey. I love, I love seeing those special jerseys to me. Like, I don't care if it's the sleeve, a special jersey, just like that. Like, I think it's so cool. Like, show what you yeah. got, and that's what it is. I think it's awesome, yeah. He's going to be winning a World Cup soon. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. I mean, he should have I mean, won one already, right? Should he'll, probably win, he'll probably win one in Turkey if he goes. I think so, yeah. And let's be real. Him and Sylvan are definitely going to be there by the looks of it. He's, he's going to have four cracks at it. He'll win. He'll win probably one or two. Yeah, fair. I agree. Do you think, yeah. uh, do you think Sylvan will win one? He's just going to be on the podium at least, at least two times. Four out of four times in the box, probably. Can you imagine? Yeah, he probably will. Um, I could see Eddie winning one. I could too. That he's got the speed as well. Like it seems like I mean this year round too. Like he's been able to pop one off when he does. It's extremely quick and competitive. And yeah, he's, he's hole shotting from the outside. So I know. Um, so I would think, especially with with Eddie too, like he's going to be on the national team too mm-hmm. in the in the coming year. Has he not been on the national team? I think he has been for the world. I Cup, think he, I think he has too. Okay, yeah. yeah. I wonder if anything. No, he wasn't. He wasn't at the World Cups. He wasn't on the national team at the World Cups this earlier this year. In our show, he said he wasn't. I thought he was wearing the jersey though. Okay, I don't think he was wearing his. I'm gonna look back on his Instagram it right does, now. I think he was wearing the jersey. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. Then I think he was wearing. The jersey. It must have been a this year thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, cool to see pills. I don't know. It's cool to see a top guy emerge. Like imagine him coming to the year and what he's gonna leave with now. Yeah. True. Um. When's the Euro Finals? There's a World Cup. There's a Euro Cup in Papandal end of this month. Oh really? Oh, that's yeah. Is it still happening? Why does it feel like? I think so. Okay. I think that might be the finals. Okay. Yeah, there's one in Papandal. Uh, do do they really 
put much up for their title anymore, like that Euro final title, like for the series. Good it question. seems like it's gone up and down in the the relevance of like how much how prestigious prestigious it is. I think since they had they had the one day continental championships come in, it's lost its prestige. It used to be big, like the series used to, but now the one shot title is bigger. It seems like it is. Hey, yeah, I I like that they have the one shot like the jersey. I wish they would you know put a little more into that series too. I think that'd be cool. Make it like not the USA BMX series, but make it a title of some sort. That would have been cool. That would be cool. Uh, make it like 5,000 euros for the overall or something. That'd be pretty sick. People would love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Um, another news, Louisville this past weekend as well. When I picture Louisville, I picture the Flathill. Every time somebody says Louisville, that's all I think. I've never even raced there on the Flathill, but that's instantly what I think of too. And I will say, I think the track is better with the Flathill. You do, hey, yeah. Yeah. It seems to me like it. you could tell that the track was never built with a Supercross originally. Like it just doesn't suit no. the place. Um, I never, like I said, I never raced the flat hill there. I always got to, I always watched it though. I thought it was really cool, something different. Everybody loved it then. Nowadays, it just seems like they put a Supercross hill in there, but it's just pointless. Like it is pointless because once again, it's one of these tracks where first off, the the Supercross jump is a tabletop, and then every jump around the track is just a regular BMX track. So why do you, why yeah. are we putting a Supercross hill once again on a downhill regular BMX track? And if we're gonna have a Supercross hill, you need a Supercross track to me. Yeah, it's just a regular track with a Supercross hill. I don't think it works. No, no, no. I think you the old hill was was the way to go. Yeah, it seemed like it. Like yeah, yeah. Did you did you hear that the uh, the vet pros guys were gonna go off the the big hill at one point? So this is, I was just going to bring up, bring that up. Honestly, in my opinion, why would, if, if you're vet pro, why would you want to race up the supercross hill? I think in my opinion, supercross is for like the lead of the elite. And I understand like Tyler and Barry, like obviously they still have double A skills and can do it easily. But like generally in vet pro, why would you ride the supercross hill? Like you're not racing elite. It's, you are all the guys are older, generally have jobs and whatever. And it's like, I, I don't I think it's kind of dumb for Vet Proto to race a Supercross hill. Yeah, I, I, I do as well. I thought it was kind of silly. I was like, I, yeah. I saw like USA BMX post about it, and I was like, why would they ever want to go, like, why would they go off the Supercross hill? I think I messaged them that or something, kind of like joking. Like, it just seems kind of pointless to me too. Like, the only reason why you're going off that hill or you're going to do it that weekend is because the jump is a tabletop, which is ridiculous. <clears throat> and there's going to be a bunch of guys that are probably going to just manual it or pump it anyways. There's going to be a handful of guys that jump it. Because there, those guys do have some skill, but it just it seems absolutely pointless to me. And it's like yeah. you're you're in vet pro. You're there because you're most of the guys are ex pros. I mean, you're good riders. Um, you don't want to just hop back into the amateur ranks. You want to have a little bit of that. I guess would you call it prestige that you had before? Um, so you race vet pro. You get to race for a little money too in front of the crowd. But you have other jobs most of the time. I feel like, like I feel like you're not racing vet pro as like that's your be all end all job so why are you going up the hill adding extra speed that could put yourselves at risk if you don't have the the same kind of skill level to be going that fast yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> oh man say it louder for the people in the back i would say that one hit that one more time <laughs> um dude yeah, like supercross was meant for the olympics and the pinnacle of the sport and the highest level that's what it was made for yeah there's no like i think it's outrageous that like for vet pro to race the hill honestly you like, make, it's, it's it has no effect on me because i'm clearly not a vet pro and i don't want to speak for them but like why would you want to 
I don't know. Honestly, I don't. I don't really know. Like I understand to me that Supercross Hill, yes, is fun to ride, but like to race on for those guys, I don't know if that would be fun. I, I obviously maybe it would be. Maybe some of them wanted to do it, but you're right. Like it's made for the pinnacle of the sport. So why if you want to race, super, want to race Supercross, race Elite. Exactly. Yeah, honestly, that's, kind of yeah. I, that's my honest opinion. Like, if you want to race Supercross, race Elite, and if you're going to race Vet Pro, then you just race a normal hill because, yeah, it's Vet Pro. That's partly why I hate the fact they're making these jumps tabletops, first jumps. We Supercross was made for the pinnacle of sport, for the elites, for the for its own thing. Why are we making it easy so that everybody could do it? That's what the regular BMX track is for. Let's leave the Supercross for that excitement in the elite class, the pinnacle of the sport. We're kind of marrying it halfway. So either have it. Or don't. Yeah. But we don't. We don't have both. Like either have a legit supercross track for the for the elites and elite men and women and junior probably and whatever. And then if you don't have that, then just don't have it. Yeah. I'm 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 very much with that. Like I don't like mixing the tracks. Have one or the other. Yeah. Like simple as that to me. Yeah. Like there's no way Louisville should be raced off a supercross hill. I think in general. No. With how the track is, like <laughs> especially it's fast just, and downhill. There's no, there's actually no reason to have it. No, no, there's really not. It's, it's, no. it's really not. <laughs> no, that's my honest opinion. Like this, that's not the only track like that. There's like, we talked about Baku last year, like Baku didn't need a supercross hill either. No, um, it didn't. No. no, there's, um, I can't think of any on the top of my head, but there's other, others that are the same. Yeah, so it's like... make it a supercross track or just race off this and race off the normal hill. Yeah, exactly. We need to separate, keep them separated. Yeah. Them but separated. I don't think put, just, all of a sudden just jacking a supercross hill up on a regular track and making a first straight the same track. It's like, well, no. Especially when the like the first straight there isn't even a supercross first straight. Or the one in Colorado, that one. Like, I never went there, but that one looks so sketchy. I heard there was a lot of weirdness about that those jumps, like the way they were built. There was a lot of issues, I remember, weren't there? From, yeah, the first straight was so short. Like, yeah, the video looks so short, too. Yeah. It was like that one jump that was kind of weird backside at one point to then that triple into the turn. And that was it too. And it's not just like, it's not just the jumps for those people that maybe haven't rode it. It's everything that like the width of the track makes a huge difference. The turn size, the shape of the turn, mm -hmm. all that stuff has a huge impact. So if you just put a supercross on a regular track, the first turn was never meant for supercross. Even the second turn, third turn, whatever those, the track was never meant for a speed like that. The width and most tracks in the U.S. too are are narrower, so it makes it pretty dangerous for Supercross hills too. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, I agree too. Like you need the width, you need so like yeah, you need room, you need space. You need, yeah, like look at the size of the turns in Rock Hill and Chula and stuff. They're way bigger than normal turns, They're way bigger, and they have yeah. to be. Yeah, because the amount of speed you have coming into them off the hill, you need to have room to be safe and to make moves. You need to, like you need both. You be coming up the hill, smashing into a smaller corner. Like that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, honestly, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, huh. speaking of elite racing, did you see Corbin eat shit over the kink on the second day? It was I did. Very odd. It was a very odd crash. Very odd. One of those ones where I was like, I was puzzled. I could not. I watched it a few times. I think I even screen recorded it and slowed it down. I was trying to figure out what happened. Can't really tell other than like he blew a foot and went over the bars a bit. So I've seen him do this twice. The other time was in Abbotsford in the semi at the World Cup. I think I heard he cramped and then ate shit. Interesting. So I don't, I'm not saying it happened this one, but it was super weird. Like he 
he like got off balance, leaning forward, skipped his wheel and flipped the bars and slid down the hill. Yeah. It was really, I don't think I've seen that from an elite racer before. No, I mean, I, I can say I have done, I have had an incident where I flipped the bars of the kink, um, but I either blew a foot or spun out or something. I know I didn't cramp at the time. It just hits you out of nowhere though. And that's like, I wonder if he even really knows. He probably does. He's Corbin. He knows everything that's going on with his <laughs> yeah. body and bike and whatnot, but completely out of the blue, like out of the clouds. I was not expecting that when I was rewatching the videos. No, really odd. Super odd. Um, and the like falling down a super cross hill is very unpleasant. So in that one, I was going to say it was probably pretty grippy, a concrete hill like that. It's like he's probably just, he's got some road rash for sure. It's such as fucking sandpaper. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it probably is. Yeah, which is brutal. Um, but cool to see Joris win. I'm sure he, he, he's had a tough go lately at the Olympics and world. So I'm sure that was just mentally really nice for him. Seemed like he just got in his groove. Like, obviously, we weren't there. We weren't watching the motors or anything. But those main events, it was just like clicking off his laps, it looked like. Um, he's so consistent and smooth out of the start. It's like for. Those guys who are extremely fast in like second, third, for them to beat him out of the start, and man, it's tough. You got to hope he does something wrong almost because even when he has his like not best start, it's his average is just so high. Yeah, it is. Yeah, his, his yeah, that's a good way to put it. His overall average is high. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a weird angle into the first corner, like going back to the track a little. When you add a, a first straight to the outside, yeah. it makes lane one even a bigger advantage. And they, they often do put something there so you can't go right over to the white line. But still, like you have so much room. Yeah. Even into the corner, you've got a mile to the left of you. Yeah, you know, you really do. And I think you could tell in like, um, I can't remember if it was just uh, the first, I think it was almost both days, uh, Cam Larson kind of took advantage of that. Like because they have those cones set up into the first turn, everyone went straight again, kind of went into the turn, but there's still all that room like you're talking about. And then he just kind of turned early, found all that space where people weren't and did a little high-low move and, was able to put in a podium spot both days from that, I think. He was looking frisky. He was. That, that dude has got the most like fast twitch <laughs> speed out of the start. It's insane. I it's like it's crazy to me. It's really entertaining to watch too. Yeah, he's an explosive motherfucker, that's for sure. Yeah. Um it was cool to see the charging bull, Josh McLean, right up front too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was kind of interested to see him off of he's obviously raced supercross before, but like I, I was cool to see him do really well on supercross. Yeah, he hasn't really shown much this year off this big hill because, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he wants to go after the USA title. He didn't go to Worlds for that reason because um, he didn't know if he can get back, I guess, back, get back into the U.S. or something. Fair enough. Um, so that was kind of the first time. Like Rock Hill, I can't remember. What, 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 did he put on the box there in Rock Hill? I don't remember. I can't remember either now. Um, that was a while ago. But, yeah, oh, yeah. cool because he's obviously had a lot of success on the small hill this year. Mm-hmm. But I I was interested to see how you would do on the big hill, and you did really well, which I'm not surprised. I mean, if you're fast, you're fast. But it's cool to see him have. It's cool to see him do well on the big hill too. Mm-hmm. No, it he is looked comfort. He looked comfortable too. Like I think on he got second. Was it the? I think the first day he came from six and got second. Was it the first day? Uh, second day. Second day. Yeah. His gate was kind of so-so for him, but then he pulled a lot down the ramp, never backed off, and like was second to the turn. He had mm-hmm. to kind of fight his way through, and he got through, which was pretty cool. He's one of those guys that seems like he's got a good good second, third gear kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's really good once he gets motor and he's got that. Like we talked about charging Rhino. He's got that bull, that bullet look, and he just gets going. <laughs> and he's not a he's not afraid to he's not afraid to just blow through people's elbows either. No, no, he's really not. It's no. almost like he has his head down at times. Like he doesn't he's not he's not worried about anybody else's elbows. He's got his head down just charging. The charging rhino. It's charging I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 
No, it's, um, it's entertaining to watch. Cam Wood looked good again, as always, too. I mean, he was in the mix the whole time, it seemed like, uh, down the first grade and whatnot. So He rides a lot like Sam. He really does, doesn't he? Yes, you his can style, tell. The, way, the way he moves the bike, like the way he turns his bars, like his kind of positioning on the bike, how he jumps and like goes pushes forward, comes back, comes like back on the bike. Then when he lands, it's really similar to Sam. Yep. Even as like kink to the bottom of the hill, the way he's like, if he has his wheel up and he's pedaling, it looks very yeah. similar. <laughs> yeah. It's- I noticed it all. I noticed it a lot, like his sprint out of the second corner and then um, jumping the first pro jump. Yeah. Just his positioning in the air and everything looked, looked a lot like Sam, like really forward and aggressive. And yeah. Do you think it's just from him watching videos? Like obviously Sam's <laughs> his coach. So he, if Sam's telling him things that like Sam would have done, but it's hard to just tell somebody to make them look like like you kind of thing. Like, do you think he's just been watching videos of Sam for ages and he just wants to copy it because he knows how good it is and efficient it is? Probably a bit natural, a bit of natural style, probably a bit of video watching and probably like positioning they've worked on too and just kind of overall being with Sam. Yeah, I yeah, think okay. so. It's, it's cool. Very cool. No, it's, it, it is fun. It's entertaining to watch and see those similarities where you do. I know. I know. I like it. Um, shout out to our teammates too on the women's side, Felicia and Lauren having a good weekend. Answer BMX, baby. Let's go. Get yours today. AnswerBMX.com. Yeah. <laughs> AnswerBMX.com. Get yours today. Um, Felicia, title threat. Huge title threat, hey? Huge title threat. It doesn't seem that long ago we were arguing about the first corner at the Grands. <laughs> I was no. just thinking about that the other day. That was pretty recent ago. It feels like it was Dude, very recent. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that for long ago. Like we're almost there again. Yep. Um which is going to be damn exciting again because Felicia looks like she's been on it. Um, plain and simple, ever since the Olympics, I mean, Worlds. I mean, she's had it before, too. It's not like it's out of nowhere. But she's just consistently being putting herself up front this year. Seems like since last year, since the break and everything, she's like since well, we talked to her on the show, too, but she's kind of reinvented herself. Seems, um, I think, mentally, probably a bit, I don't want to say focused because I'm sure she's always been focused, but like... Um, I don't know if it's calmer and just kind of more, I don't know, more has more full package. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know what the word is. Yeah. I don't know either, but it's one of those things that she definitely does seem to be different in that sense. I think the belief is there that consistently like, she goes there knowing she can win. Like mm-hmm. she's not, she's not intimidated by Elise or any of those other women. Like she just goes there knowing she can win. Just does. Yeah. Like knowing she can win and she's going there to get a win. Like yeah. That's her goals when she get there. And yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting when it comes down to um, to the Grands with her and uh, Elise specifically. Like, those two have just been, I mean, all-time fast this year. It'll be exciting. Yeah, I'm surprised Elise wasn't there, but I guess her and Sam were in Woodward at the camp, I think. They, they were before that, and then I saw a post. They were just, I mean, chilling this weekend, taking a little breather. God, what a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just to be about, like, say that it is just i mean i'm surprised that more of these people that have been riding the olympics worlds have not been taking a break like laza bear and felicia to just be there too like peyton's there like it's that that's a lot of racing to be doing big stressful events too. yeah i think it's smart to take a bit of time now especially for release and then gear up for the next next part of the year with houston and the grands coming up and just take a bit of a breather yep it would have been exhausting for them to be in to be in um uh, woodward too they probably weren't, weren't really training either so no, when you're doing that much coaching, like her and Sam seem to be, at, yeah. uh, wherever you are, like you're not getting the proper riding, training, rest that you no. actually need to perform. So you need a big break yeah. after that. Totally, yeah. Do you totally. think she probably has all her wins too? I would think so, probably. Yeah, okay. 
I kind of thought so too. Yeah, I would think so. Her and Felicia will probably, whoever wins, will probably have the title anyway. So it won't make a difference probably for title wise, but I mean, money's money. True. Money's always and racing. Money. Racing's racing. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, good showing for Laza Bear too. Put on the box. I always love to see it. She's had inside a bunch lately. Have you noticed this? What? She's been getting lane one inside like many races. She, you know, she low key had it a lot at the Olympics. Yeah. yeah I noticed I that. Know. That's where I first started re- realizing it. I was like, Holy smokes. Yeah. Like, yeah, this could be Laz's day. Every time she's like in lane one, I'm like, she's got a really good shot because she's got good speed when she gets out of the gate there. It's like, yeah. I know. I know. I think it's pretty cool. Um, especially because she's a good racer. So you, if she gets in a good lane or a good position, she can kind of turn seemingly like nothing into something often too. Big time. Hey, yeah. Big time. A racer's yeah. racer. Yeah. Um, Gavin in the chat. Rumor has it there's going to be quite a few rookie pros next year. Anyone you guys looking forward to watching on the pro scene? Great question. Cam Brammer. Bang Energy. Shouldn't he have been Cam pro Brammer. already? I feel like he should have been pro already. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Cam next year. He's been doing really well in the in his class there. So I'm yeah. that'll be exciting he's a good rider. for sure. Yeah. yeah, he's a really good rider. I'm excited to watch him next year. Are you coaching him? No. Okay, I just I couldn't tell. I don't know. The way he said it, I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. Um, You know what also I I do like about the USA BMX races? The random photos of Justin. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that too, hey? Just like the most random photos from trackside or just doing fucking whatever. It's just, it gives me entertainment. It is awesome because, I mean... Yeah, he's just, he, people know him as social media guy. He's just out there working his balls off, just getting social media business done. Like, he, he works hard, yeah. hard for it. That's exactly what he's doing. He's out there just grinding. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> grinding. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a cool job. It is pretty cool. Like, to be able to travel around to BMX races and just be out there, like, talking to friends, taking videos, pictures, doing the social media side of things, it's tiring, but it seems pretty cool. Yeah, it would be tiring, and you got to, like constantly beyond it grabbing stuff and it's a lot of travel but i mean what a cool way to make a living true yeah true especially if you love bmx which he seems to do he loves the atmosphere loves the people yeah seems sick did did you see the a few weeks ago he did the old classic the classic mix-up when you have two accounts going and you post to the wrong account oh he did what he do yeah (laughs) (laughs) he deleted it pretty quickly but he even made a joke about himself i think he posted a picture of what i believe to be his girlfriend I think, um, on the USA BMX page. It was pretty funny. It was like a track picture too. Oh, something about like awesome. her at the track and whatever. And it was on the USA BMX page. And then uh, McClintock commented like, wrong account, bro. <laughs> <laughs> was it a regular post or was it a story? It was a regular post too. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, I've it done it so, good. I've low-key done it so many times with my account and coffee chatter. I think stories yep. i've done it so many times and just instantly like oh fuck I just deleted it <laughs> yeah yeah the worst I've is when you, so many times the worst is when you click like send or like upload or whatever and you realize it as you click it and then you have to wait for it to upload before you can actually delete it too and the whole time you're like god damn it it's the wrong thing i know and then it's just like failed to upload and you're just like oh fuck, this is rad <laughs> <laughs> oh so brutal i know it's just two accounts you got you got to double check so you got to double check or with messages, I always do it too, because even I'll like be on mine, and then we'll, and then like we'll get a message on Coffee Chatter, and it'll come at the top of the screen. I'll click on it, and then it'll automatically reroute me to Coffee Chatter. Yep. 
And then so I'm just like, then after then I like go off and I log back on and I'm just like, oh wait, I'm on coffee chatters. You, you've like liked a few photos and like made a few comments on coffee chatter, not realizing your coffee chatter. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then I'll watch someone's story on coffee chatter. You just watch the same stories twice. Yeah. You're like, what am I doing? What am I, I doing? <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So yeah, that was Louisville. Next one up is Houston, I think. Is that what it is? Hey, I think it's Houston. All right. That'll be a fun one to watch again too. Big track. Um, big rhythm yeah. section. They're, I think they're redoing some of it now. Really? Thank gosh. Yeah, they're redoing some. That's good. That's good to yeah. hear. What a facility, though. That is crazy how much money is into that. I know. I've actually never been, but I'd like to go. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, uh, it's one of a kind. It's very, very much a prestigious place. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Should we do the MJ Fact Checker segment? Let's do it. All right. Um, we don't really have a uh, sound bite for the MJ Fact Checker. So we'll just. Can do we use the Yeah, we know. All right, so what, what years are we going to do? Do you want to do, uh, we'll do what you said because that's what I have kind of ready for us. Okay, okay. Twenty. We're going to do, we'll start with 2013. We're going to do every World Cup from 2013. We are going to try to guess the uh, podium finishes. Do you want to do both male and female? We're doing 13 and 14 or just 13? Let's just do just 13 and we'll do male and female. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have, do you have the page ready? Yep. Okay, okay. Okay. All so, right. Manchester. Well, I, I know this one. Okay. So I can guess the, the winner for Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, Liam, obviously. Yes. Liam. Um, 2013, though. Was that the year? Did you podium in 2013? I did, yes. Okay. So that means <laughs> that means Anthony Dean was on the podium as well. So did I don't know if you got second or third, but yeah. That's for, but he was on in 2014. Oh, really? Fuck. Okay, shoot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I was, Liam was first. I was second. <sighs> Who was in the final? Was it Nick? <laughs> I have no Nick idea. Sam. Oh, was it Sam? Yeah. Damn it. You know, it's funny. So, you know, um, David, how he said in our show last week, like it, he's talked about how it was really special to be on the on the podium with um with Sylvain and Nick. Yep. So that's that this podium was like the first thing I thought of. So it was my first ever World Cup podium and I was on with Liam and Sam, which is like, you know, two guys. Oh wow. I didn't realize that was your first one too. I, yeah. yeah, well, that is super special then. What a what a big time one to be on. Yeah, like that's the first that's one of the first things I thought of. Yeah. Huge. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, really sick. All right, female side. I accidentally saw who won. So yeah. Shanae's. Yes. I know who got third, I believe. Okay. You want to take a guess? Merle got third, I think. Was it third at that one? I think she, yeah, she got third. Okay. I think it was she got second or third. I'm pretty sure she got third. Second would have been, I want to say it was like uh, fucking Stephanie. I think I also saw this and I, I'm saying think because I didn't actually see the name, but I'm pretty sure I saw a letter and I'm like, obviously if I see a letter, I know who it is. <laughs> if I okay, said, if I'm I said Elise, s- would it shock you? Oh, Medicar. both wrong. Medicar. I, no, I saw the wrong letter too. It was Brooke. Oh, Brooke and Murley, right? Yeah. Brooke Crane second, Murley, Murley third. Okay. All right. Pretty good. Good job. Good job, ladies. Great, great job, everyone. <laughs> great job. <laughs> All right. What was the next one? 
Next one. That Argentina. should be like a guess on its own. Yeah, I was going to say that's a hard to guess. It is Argentina, yeah. All right, I know this one too for men. You know, really? Yeah. Okay, I'm trying not to look right now. I'm just, uh, okay. It's open in the back page. Who, so 2013, that was the year that it was the first year in Argentina. There weren't many people there, right? Yeah, I didn't go, but yeah, there were No, we didn't go there. either. I didn't, so that means, coming out of the gate, uh, uh, was Posey on the podium there? He made the main, but he was on the he podium. Was podium. Okay, so Yelly was on the podium. Yeah, he got second. Yelly was on the podium. Um, I feel like a GT. I feel like there was GT. I feel like Joris. Joris mm-hmm, was on third. the podium. He got third. Got okay, third. so who won? Yeah. Who won the overall? I think did Liam go and win that one? He didn't. He he went, but he didn't win. Marish won it then. No, he didn't go. Are you kidding me? <laughs> who, who won? Connor. Ah, oh, yeah. Shoot. Okay, he was there. That's who I. Okay, yep. Okay. I won't so even women, check because we know that. Yep. I'm gonna go Mariana. I have no. I'm just gonna guess Mariana won. Okay, I'm gonna guess Shanae's one. That's who also I was gonna guess. And yeah. I think you're right. I'm going to. Uh, okay, I found a way to. I scroll up a little bit so that I can. I was going to guess Shanae's too, actually. Really? Okay. Um, do I want to give you the Shanae's answer? Shanae's Mariana and dude, no clue. The women were Shanae's first. Yeah. Mariana second. Yeah. And Laura third. That's a big time podium right there. We should have we should have known when in doubt to to guess Laura. When in doubt, pick the person that has like fifty World Cup podiums. Yeah, pick exactly. It's exactly what we should have done. That's yeah. we we know we know we know moving forward now. Yeah, we know. Okay. Next uh, event. Where was the next one? Do I want me to give it to you? We went no, we went Manchester, Argentina, and then Chula was the last one. Yeah, it was Papandal. It was Papandal. It was indeed Papandal. Yep. So yeah, Yelly won. That was the year. Okay. Yep. Um, that means wasn't I know who. I know who got on the podium. I don't want to. I don't want to wreck it for you if you're guessing. But I know yeah. who, who got because it was <laughs> your the face year. is just like. <laughs> it was the year that it was like it wasn't national team jerseys that were like flooded the podium. I feel like, or if it was, it was Tremanis that was on the podium, right? Tremi, yeah, Tremi, Tremi got on the podium. Tremi got on the podium, and then was it not it was another Dutchie? I think Tuan got. I want to say Tuan got second, and Tremi got third. There was like or they maybe, were battling down the line. That's all I remember. All right, I think Tremi got second. I think Tuan. I think it was Yelly Tremi Tuan. Okay, yeah, Tremi got second. Is yeah. this Tremanis? <laughs> That's an awesome nickname, Tremi. Tremi. <laughs> oh, I, this is where I knew. Okay, I thought there was a GT color in there. I think it was GT. He might have been a different brand at the time. Uh, Damien Godet got third. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. How about that? I think Tuan was probably up there and just didn't vote it. Fair, yeah. He was, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Whole shotting and Papin don't make sense. Uh, women. Um, Should we just throw Laura on there just because at this point? No, I'm going to go with Laura's on the podium. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who would have won? I, f- I don't know if she won, but did Caroline, was Caroline racing that one? I want to say no, because this was a year like a, a lot of people didn't go to some of them world cups. Okay. I'm going to go with no. I don't think Caroline was even there. Okay. I have, I, I don't know. Like I actually don't know. <laughs> I have to look and I'm just waiting for sh- I would think Laura podium. Okay. What are we putting her in? I would think Mariana probably podium. Wait a second. Wait a second. Was this the year at least jumped the triple into the first turn? No, it's 2012. Oh, <laughs> 
Um, okay. <laughs> fucking. Fucking. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Mariana, Laura, and Stephanie. Mariana first. Check. Ariel Martin second. Good job, Ariel. Well yeah. done. And our gal, Lazabear, Lauren Reynolds in third. Oh wow! Good job, Bear. All right, that stumped nice. us. That yeah. that was that we were stumped. All right, Chula. Last round, Chula Vista. You want to do the worlds too? Uh, I would say yes, but because we already did uh, the whole worlds thing before. Oh right, we did. We, yeah. we kind of I was. We can just skip that. I feel like. True. 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 All so, right, Chula. Twenty thirteen, Chula Vista. Um, was this the year you crashed, Tori? I don't think it was. No. No. So this was, I know the podium, then it went Sam, you, Connor. Correct. Ready? Let's check. Yeah. Ding, That's ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know. Yep. Yeah, check, check, check. Okay. Um, women. Laura cleaned out Ariel for third in the last corner. Nice. <laughs> nice. Love it. Love Mariana, Elise, one, two. Okay. And oh, 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 Amanda Carr. Third? Yeah, Amanda Carr got third. Nice, Amanda. Yeah, let me check to make sure. Three, two, one. Yep, Mariana, Elise, Amanda Carr. Right on. Good job. Ding, 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 ding. That is your MJ fact checker segment without, without MJ being part of it this time because he was going to send us something else, but I think he got. Oh, I, think I just tweaked my neck with that little dance I just did. Oh, were you dancing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after, you have to rewatch and see it. It's <laughs> the like a wacky. I wasn't w- looking at the screen. I was looking at the the, the facts. <laughs> Looks like a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. <laughs> it's a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. All right. Well, um, oh, we should do our Olympic team draft. Yeah, are we? In, we'll do the draft here. To our draft. So we'll draft three men, three women. Okay. Of all time. Of all time. And it, are we basing it just off like... Oh, you know what we should do? I was going to say, we could do it all time, but then obviously we'll probably just pick the fucking winners. We could do the next one, your ideal one for three years from now. Or we could do... Or... Okay, what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> I just had so many ideas. We could do one as if the Olympics were like tomorrow. Or we could do one as in the Olympics for three years from now. I like this a lot. So this is one of our new segments we're going to do. We have different variations of this where we do a draft and we have to like pick riders, things that we think are going to best suit this, like as if we were a team and we wanted to recruit this. So you guys can play along in your heads too. I say for this one, let's do it as if it was tomorrow. Okay. So Nick has a fractured kneecap. So what are we doing with him? You got to, you got to, whatever state you think they're in, meaning like some people are on vacation, some people aren't. You got to take. Oh, what, well, we can't do it as if they're on vacation. What do you mean? Well, we should do it as, because if the Olympics were tomorrow, they clearly wouldn't be on vacation. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it based on this. How about we do it based on like this year? Well, that's just off group because there was an Olympics this year and we just picked. Okay, so I think we just, I think we answered our own question. I think we need to do it in three years from now. Yeah. Okay. So we need to, we need to, we need to guess where people will be in three years, basically, speed wise. 
Yeah, we're yeah we're picking our team. We're picking our three people, <clears throat> and we can't pick the same people. That's part of the draft. So if somebody takes one, they're taking. Oh, we're not picking ideal teams. We're doing a draft. I thought I thought we we're getting all kind of mixed up here. Okay, our signals are getting do, completely crossed should, here. Should we do? Should we do ideal teams where we can just both pick? So why don't we do this? Why don't we both do ideal team and then we'll do a draft? Okay, we'll do the, a different kind of draft and we'll do, we'll do. Okay, you got it. All right. So ideal team three and three. I I got my easy three. I'm going. Okay, who are your three? Okay, now you go first. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm going. I got two. I'm going Neek and Pills right off the get go. Okay. I'm going Neek and Pills and Romy. We're talking three years time. Yeah. Okay, I like Neek. Um, I like Romaine. Um, I think you got to keep um, you got to keep keep Kai in there. I think. Yeah, of course. That, yeah. that would be mine. I think. Who are you picking? Or Sylvan? Yeah, Sylvan's gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your three? Uh, Rome, Neek, Kai. Okay. So you sub Kai for pills. Yep. Have you seen what that French fucker's done this year? I mean, I have. <laughs> but I just... Yeah, no, I mean, Kai's a great pick. Great pick. Almost whole shot. Yeah, and he's young. He's going to be... Yeah. Yep. Um, women, I'm going... I'm going Zoe. I'm going Saya. Molly Simpson. Oh, that's a great... That's a big three right there. Those are my three. That's a very bold three you got, T. I think um, I think Molly may be the first medalist in BMX in Canada. I don't. I'm not gonna. I would not, never disagree with that either. Right now, I think she's got all the potential and the heart and the want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think three years she she needs that those years. I think just to just to mature, get comfortable in the class a little more, because obviously mm-hmm. we've seen she's got the speed. So. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that pick. I like that three. I might mm-hmm. just take the three. I'm trying to. It's a good. It's a good three. It's an awkward. This is an awkward thing because I didn't really th- think. Like I'm trying to think back to the riders, and I want to be missing somebody that I could be missing somebody obvious, and I don't know if I am, and I hate that feeling that if somebody's listening and they realize I'm not saying their name and I'm missing. Little, it. little small's a good pick too. Yep, but uh, I also feel like three years. I don't know. Like I don't know what her want is. I mean, I think she'd probably go for the next one too. I would say Delaney and Peyton would be good picks too. Yep. I would have to agree with that. I mean, Peyton's already got the speed, so she's, I mean, yeah. This is Camille tough. Mare. Camille Mare is a, be a good pick too. How old is she? Mm, your age, I think. Okay. It's in France. Yep. Um, is there any other French girls, young girls coming up? Yeah, Leah. She's a uh, junior. The girl or one junior? No, she's in the main. I think she's like fifth. But yeah, okay. the girl one junior too. I, was, I can't remember her name. I'll take uh, Molly, Zoe, and the girl who won junior. It's not great that we're, you were referring to her as the girl who won junior. I'm sorry that I am not familiar. I wasn't there. I'm sorry, people. Martin Jasper's <laughs> is going to be getting pissed at us. Yeah, I mean, we don't, you know, we don't see junior. We don't see junior race. <laughs> <laughs> We just don't get to see them. I'm sorry. We're racing at the time normally. We're preoccupied. All right. Should we do a draft? Yes. Now we'll get into the other segment here. All right. You're the Olympian this year. You can go first. Um, 
so can, can we confirm what this dra- what we're doing for the draft? Like we're we're doing the same idea, but we're drafting. Drafting three people, yeah. Okay, and we want our three people to be better than my three people to be better than yours. Okay, it's team team James versus team Tory. So right. how do we go? Th- we go three three and an alternate on each. Okay, deal. Um, with my first picked in the draft in three years' time, I'll have uh, Nick Kimmon on my team. Wow, bold pick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Here's 2024 team Tory, the inaugural first pick. And it goes to Arthur Pillard. Okay. Okay. I'm a big, I'm a big pills guy. Yeah. I mean, I think, like you said, he's, uh, he's not old. He's, he's kind of coming into his own right now. And I think he's just going to keep it rolling for years to come. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, you know, there's people who are fast and they can't win. He's a fucking stone cold killer. That guy. He is. He, he is, just gets he out just, clean and efficient all the time. All he's the an time. Assassin. He's an assassin. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Yeah. Ice right. cold. I'm going to go for uh, for random picks here. I'm not going to go for your everyday normal. Um, with my second pick in the draft, three years time, I'm going to go with um, what I think is one of the powerhouse countries of Switzerland. I'm going to take Cedric Booty. Great pick. Yep. I'm going to take Great pick. Yep. Thank you. Great pick. Yep. One of those guys, I think you give him a few more years here. He's, he's already come into his own now. He's, he's mm-hmm. improving. I think you don't know what we're going to see in three years. I think that's, he's got some potential. Pick number two in the 2024 Team Tory International Draft for the Olympic team. I'm going to go with... Another hometown favorite, Romain Mayu. Oh, you've got my guy. Love the pick. Yeah. Great pick, I think. All out yeah. speed right there. I think we both have a head-to-head speed guy right there. Mm-hmm. All right, with my third uh, and final pick of my solidified team going to 2024, I'm going to go with um, a neighbor to the south of us, one that has just shown well at the world, Cam Wood. I was thinking about him. That's a good pick. Yep. I think it is. Yeah. I think you, we're talking really talk about pick. three years time. Yep. All right. I'm going to pick a scrappy guy for my, for my last pick to round out my team. We're going to go with, um, we're going to go with a good racer. We're going to go with heart. We're going to go on the up and comer. We're going to go in three years. He's going to be um, very top guy. We're going to go with Australians, Isaac Kennedy. Oh, great pick. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yep. So I got Pills, Romaine, and Kennedy. You got Neek, uh, Cedric, Booty, and, and Cam Wood. Wood. These are these are solid teams. These are very solid teams. We get one alternate now. Yeah, one Go alternate. Ahead. I don't know. I don't know what I want my alternate to be. I don't know if I'm looking for somebody scrappy. If I'm looking for uh, bang off consistent whole shot laps. I don't really know what I'm feeling right now. Yeah, we got to take our time here for a sec because it's it's not an easy pick. It's not an easy pick by any means. Not it's not even not easy one bit. No, it's not an easy pick. Um, um, a plethora of guys come to mind. It's there's almost too many to pick from, and that's the problem. We're trying to pick such a, a small team. You know what? I'm gonna pick a guy that I I feel like can do it both ways. He can hold mm-hmm. shot, he's, mm-hmm. and he can he can do it down the last straight if he's behind. I'm gonna go with the guy who I put on my team before. I'm gonna go with Kai White. I like it. It's a great pick. Honestly, solid pick. Yep. 
I, he's, Solid pick. he's a both guy, yeah. whole shotter and a, and a track speed guy now. So he really is. And this is tough. Um, the Olympic racing is tough. You need to be able to, you need to be able to battle hard. Like we all know now, like we both know you'd be able to battle hard at the Osho because there's, there's not a whole lot of room on the track. Mm-hmm. It helps if you've been there and not only has my last pick been there, but he's done it a couple times and we need on my team. This guy is going to play an integral role. He's going to be a cog, if you will, in my team. <laughs> we're going to go with, we're going to go with Carlos Ramirez. Oh, what a pick that was. I wasn't expecting that one. He's got the experience. Ah. Yep. He's got the experience. He's been there. He's not old. Not old whatsoever. I don't know if he's going to go for another one, though. I know, but if he wants to, I mean, he's been there. He's done yeah. it twice. He's a great racer. He'll, you know. Great pick. Yeah, great pick. Mm-hmm. One of our boys. Great pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just I'm just looking at people in the chat and seeing some of their picks. We got some uh, interesting ones. McLean, Kennedy Wood, yeah. All right, great yeah. Picks. Chris is ahead of the game talking about women. All right, we got women next. All right. Um, I'll let you go first. I took first in the uh, the men's draft. I'll let you go first for the women. All right. My first pick in my 2021 Olympic team for uh, the elite women, I'm going with Zoe Clayson's. I like it. Yeah. Headline the team. Headlining the team. That's it. You know, that's, it is right there. Yeah. Um, it's hard to put anyone against that. You know, we're talking about somebody who's going to be coming up with a little more speed soon. Somebody who she has a skill. I'm going to go with heart. I'm going to go with passion. I'm going to go with that true desire <laughs> to just make something happen in these next few years. I'm going to go with Molly Simpson. I'm going to bring out the Canadian. Unleash, yeah. the, unleash that Canadian beast right there. Let's go. Yeah, yeah right. she's going to be scrappy at the Osho. Scrappy is a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. It's three years from now. I'm thinking about, um, you know, going to be superstars of the sport. This, this woman in particular is going to be a big superstar in the sport the next few years. She already is a superstar, but I think she's going to be just, just catapult herself into stardom. And I'm going to go with Saya Sakakibara. Oh, why are I not thinking? This is the problem with some of these people not racing. I didn't even think of her. Didn't even yep. think of that. All right, I've got, I like it. No, I, really, I like that a lot. like it a lot. I've got my next two picks in mind right now. Um, I'm trying to make sure that you don't pick one of my picks. So I'm going to, I'm going to go like this. I'm going to, I've gone with the young one. I've gone with the rookie. I'm going to go now with experience. Somebody who knows the game all too well. Some may say she's the winningest racer in the history of UCI BMX Supercross. I'm going to go with Laura Smalders. No way. I'm going to go with experience. Yep. Experience. Give it to me. I was going to say, we're all kind of writing off the old, like our age group or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're we're thinking like down the road, but like, that's not far. I got to, we got to remember that's not far. 31-year-old Laura. Um, my last pick, another a scrappy individual. But she can, she can really just uncork him when she needs to. Damn it. I think she's going to I think she's going to harness the speed the next <laughs> the next 3 years. And then not only is she could she whole shot laps the Olympics, I think she could really battle through and she's I don't know her personally, but she seems really tough. I'm going to go with Team USA's Delaney Vaughn. Oh. Okay. That's a solid pick three years time. Solid pick. I like it a lot. You scared me there. I knew you were going from down in the south, south of us in Canada. I'm going to go for the same. I'm going to go for somebody down south, somebody who has 
shown who has a, a small amount of experience but is getting comfortable winning these big events. I'm going to go with our answer, bmx.com. Get yours today. Teammate, Felicia Stancil. Oh, my God. I completely fucking forgot about Felicia. Yep. How I, did I forget about I Felicia? I thought you were about to say her, and then you didn't. And I was like, I've got somebody to compete <sighs> against Saya now. Those, that's the same age range, I feel like. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Great pick. Great pick. Um, Big pick, guys. All right, for my alternate, you can't leave this woman off the, off the team. You just can't. Um, she's been there. She's done it. Experienced, yet still young. Absolute superstar, Bethany Schrader. Oof. Oof. That's, uh, you can't say no to that. An no, Olympic gold medalist and a world champion? No, you can't say no to that. Gosh. Um, it's putting me in a tough spot, T. I'm kind of lost for words. That was your alternate, right? That's our fourth and you know alternate spot. Yeah, I'm at a loss right now. Who I want my alternate to be? Mm-hmm. I have the youngins. I have the experience. I have the currents. I don't know what I'm after in my my fourth and final spot. <laughs> I'm trying to delay myself to be able to pick somebody. I'm scrolling through my Instagram right now, hoping I could find somebody I want to pick. This hometown Camille Mare. Oh, it is in France. It is in France. Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that being said, <laughs> I'm going to go out of the ordinary. You're not going to expect her. I would normally. Oh, I'm not excited. I'm excited. Her. I'm excited. I'm going to go with probably the strongest woman in BMX, Axel Etienne. Oh, great pick. Great pick. I think, I don't know what the track's great like. Pick. I think one of the strongest women, you know, she's got potential to uh, lay some ponies down. All right. How old is she? She's young as well. That's what I was thinking of. She's she's pretty young. She was junior world champion in... Oh, I don't remember now. No, I think she's like a couple years younger than me. So, yeah, she's good to go. Yeah, she's young. Yeah. Good pick. I forgot about her, too. That was, that was a good one, hey? Yeah. I don't have I'll, a... Uh, I like those Olympic teams. I like them a lot. I don't like have a sound bite for this, but that, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> we should get like we should get like a medal ceremony soundbite whenever we talk about the Olympics. We just play the medal ceremony. Talk dirty to me. Done deal. We'll have one for next show, ready to go. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> we'll have one next, ready, for, ready to go. Uh, I'm curious what we'll put. We'll put a post out on chat so we can see who people would pick for their ideal Olympic team. You got to pick your draft, right? Yeah, men and women. Yeah. You got three riders plus an alternate. Who would you pick? Yeah, you I, would, pick someone. I would love to hear that too. So. Um. All right, so we get some quick shots before we uh, before we wrap it up. Yeah, let's do that. We need more sound bites for this, like wrap up or like you know quick shots. Yeah, no sound bites. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, from Brian NBC, right now Canada is in 14th place in the standings. That will allow them to have three elite men to next year's Worlds. There are only six spots ahead of Ecuador in 15th place. If they drop, they can only have two riders. Should Canada send some elite men to Turkey's World Cup? Oh, should Canada send some elite men to Turkey's World Cup? It's a tough I spot. Mean, I, yeah, I don't know if you. I don't know if they really like Canada. Really cares to send a team just to have more spots at the Worlds because it's not the Olympics. That's yeah. That's the thing. I mean. Obviously, we'd like to have more spots, but I don't think if it's worth just trying to send. We don't have the funds to just send riders just for that reason, too. Like, they have to pay their way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. We didn't have any elites yeah. this year because we just didn't have the... I don't know. The riders just didn't really have the experience to go. So, yeah. So, 
I don't know how to answer that. I don't think it's necessary. I think, you know, it's a plus. If we got more, we got the more spots, it's great, but it's not a necessity. Yeah. yeah. So, um, this is probably a question that, uh, anyways, Ryan underscore Comsey. He says, racing has just become less and less fun. What should I do to make it fun again? Hmm. It's a tough question. I would say, um, first and foremost, ride for yourself and ride for the enjoyment of just the sport because it's really fun. And then find new ways to challenge yourself at the track every week and keep yourself hungry to chase little goals. Yeah, I think those are great things. My first thing is to say, like, yeah, keep it fun in the sense, keep practice fun. Do things that you find enjoyment. I enjoy playing skill games with people at the track. When I'm not having fun, that's my go-to thing to have fun. So if you have something like that, even though it's not racing, that's not part of racing, but that keeps things fun on the bike so that when you go to the racing, maybe it's a little more fresh and fun for you. Yep, 100%. From P. Despop, thoughts on Chase bringing the Olympic and world champs on? Will they kickstart more spending between brands to get marquee names? Man, the rumor mill has been crazy. Apparently, Chase is just picking up every single pro these days. <laughs> <laughs> who, are we t- who, are we, who are they picking up, apparently? Are they going to uh, pick Nick, up the gold Nick, medalists? Neek and Bethany, apparently. You think they're going to have the funds for that? No question. Or a uh, good question, I mean. Depends if uh, Connor and Joris decide to uh, stick around. I don't know. Who knows? I think, um, I think Neek, yeah. I would say Nick. I would I would bet on it. Yes, I'm not sure about Bethany if she wants to come to the U.S. or what, mm-hmm. or maybe she won't even have to stay in the U.S. I don't know. But um, marquee names. Well, most of them like the big names are already in the U.S. So I don't know if I to answer the guy's question. I don't know. I don't think it'll kickstart more spending between brands. Okay. Just the way the industry is now. I don't I don't see it. It's not like it used to be. No. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, it's not. No. We've discussed those reasons before. Yeah. Um, from underscore Eddie Cannons, which pro has the fastest lap time on a challenge track or if the pro line didn't exist? So just a mm. regular regular track. I think I think it would be the exact same as it is uh, yeah. on the pro track. You're going to see that whoever's winning that weekend, that day, that whoever's fastest is going to be fast on a regular track, unfortunately. I think the same thing. It's It, it wouldn't make a difference really if it's – I mean, a few guys might be better on one or the other, but generally it's to be the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, from Elisha, there have been a lot of men retiring this year. What about women, Mariana Elise? I think Mariana's going to, but I don't think Elise will. I've been back and forth about Elise too, just my thoughts of like, it doesn't seem like she really needs to. She's making plenty of money racing the USA BMX series, being somewhere home and comfortable. So I don't see why she would. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I could see yeah, Mariana probably, yeah. And you know, I that. think Mariana will, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think there are a couple, maybe a couple others too that might still, still yeah. wait to see. Uh, from Sebas404, thoughts on the rising popularity of pump tracks? To me, it seems cool. Um, the more popularity, the more prestigious those pump track races and world championships will be because I've been on record saying that when it was kind of new, I didn't really find it all that cool when there weren't many BMX racers doing it. And I think they're very good at that. So the more popular it gets, I think the more prestigious that will be. Yeah, I uh, they're everywhere now. Hey, crazy. Yeah, yep. pump tracks. Yeah, yeah. Good way to get people on bikes. I think that that part is great. Yeah, now they can be more yeah. in a city. It's great for BMX. From look into it, has Supercross and the Olympics killed off cruiser pro classes? No, except they, I mean they got rid of pro cruiser a while ago. 
It was it was kind of just there there. It wasn't even like a big thing when it was a thing, was it? No, cruiser's a joke. And for, <laughs> for for elite racing, straight up cruiser's a joke. There's nothing wrong with cruiser for older riders, nothing yeah. at all. But for elite racing, it's a joke. No, I, I agree. Yeah, that's not needed. No. Not needed. Um, from Walford381, do you guys have interests outside of BMX and golf? Um, I like chipping. <laughs> I like chipping. I like putting. <laughs> uh, well, shoot, eh? I personally, does I mean enjoy, like, does I enjoy he mean like hobby? Does he mean like hobbies or just like general interests? I don't know. Like I have my interest um, of what I want to do after my BMX life. I, I have my interest of what I do now, which is drink coffee and go to coffee shops. Um, I have interest. I have interest in like real estate investing and real estate and like finance. I have interest in those things. I have interest in like motocross and oh, some yeah. other sports that I follow. Yeah, motocross, um, Formula One, stocks. I'm, I like stocks, even though I'm too scared to do anything. I think finance is really fascinating. I, I really like re- real estate too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then, then, then a lot of golf. Yeah, a lot of golf. I'm talking <laughs> like a lot of golf. And then BMX and golf is pretty much all my life. So yeah, I mean. Two things you love. There you go. What, what more it's, do you need? It's either like coaching or golf. I mean, it's pretty much just like one of the, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, and a uh, podcast once a week. And a podcast. Yeah. Got it. Got a podcast. Um, Cohen Moore. Why, why are lights at some gates are so close to the neck angle? Why lights at some gates are, are so close to the neck angle required for middle lane is crazy. Yeah. Some lights are difficult to look at for middle lanes, especially. They... Yeah, when they have it above the kink on Supercross Hills, at least, it's. I'm not a fan. You always have to have it right over the crest of the kink. Yes, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Anything closer when you're in four or five is just, it's a little frustrating. Yeah, some of those tracks, those old school kind of small tracks where they don't have a, an, a, 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 when they don't have a ProGate Europe setup, they just have their lights kind of in a random place. It's, it's awkward to look at. Yeah. Very awkward. Um, from our boy uh, Gavin, I don't Roger. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'll say this one just because I started talking. But he says over under on Roger being pro at Grands. I'm gonna go with the under Roger. Oh, over for sure. Hell yeah, it's gonna light it up. All right, I hope to see it. <laughs> I hope to see it. Um, oh, this is a good one. Look into it. Which factory rider sold the most amount of bikes for their sponsor? That's a cool question, actually. Great question. I would say Mariana and GW in Colombia. Fucking everyone's on a GW. That's yeah. I would have to agree too. I and think it's very country biased. I'm gonna be honest. It's very it country biased because I think Mariana takes the cake for that that one, but she's definitely done the most in Colombia. I think that in the U.S. you see a lot of people with chases. You do. I think I think Connor would have sold a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think you look in the Florida region, and then I think you even look in Canada now. You see a lot of escorts and Claibornes. I know some it's people true, might yeah. not agree, but I I do see it. Like I was watching national champs. Yeah, and there's a lot look, of escorts, a lot of answer shit too. There is, yeah. And you look yeah. in Europe, you look at Holland and stuff. You see a lot of Mabos. So yeah, right country yeah. biased. It's true. Yeah. 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 Um, someone like Neek probably would have sold quite a few Mabos too in Holland. I would think. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think Graf has sold a lot of prophecies, to be honest, too. Well, yeah, overall, I think Maria probably, I think Connor sold a lot. Fair. Yeah. Uh, from Matt underscore Meekins, when is Beth coming on? Beth, please come on the show. We uh, we actually did ask her. She was very busy. We're hoping to get her on. We're going to ask her again next week, I think. Are we going to ask her again next week? 
Sure. Yeah. All right. We'll ask her again next week to see if she wants to come on. We also need to do a Tuan retirement show. Oh, Tuan, we need to get. I just remember. I just remembered that. Yeah. We have our little list, uh, running list right now. So yeah. Yeah, we got a shitload of different shit coming up. Shitload of different shit. You think now that I have a U.S. number, Bad Bubba Harris would text me back? No. (laughs) (laughs) What are the odds Bubba's listening to Coffee Chatter? I think you got a better chance of winning the Lotto Six Forty Nine than Bubba's listening to Chatter right now. I do. I do agree with that, but I think there's somebody on this podcast, somebody listening, yeah. that is a friend, a close enough friend with Bad Bubba Harris that could, you know, maybe send him a letter, maybe go knock on his door, see him at the BMX track of the trails, ask him if he would like to come on. We have tried to set it up. We would still love, absolutely love to have him on. Yeah, we still we still need to have that guy on. There's so many people, like we get messages from people still asking. It's like we've We've tried, people. We're working on it. It's not that simple. People have busy lives. What do you guys get this guy? What the fuck you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> people, like we've said it before, if you've thought of someone, chances are we either have, they're on our list, or we've asked them. Yes. We've asked a lot of people that you probably want to hear from, and they've probably and they've like likely said like yes, but just right now I'm busy or whatever. And we're like, okay, cool. We'll just another time happened a lot and then by the time we get to that other time normally there's somebody else that's a hot topic that we want to we want to get in the media yeah the socials cooled down a little since the last show it was red hot and i don't mean like post wise i just mean comment wise oh yeah thank gosh (laughs) those comments those comments were hot last week that was that was a wild week last like the week week before last week was a wild week it was a wild week yeah honestly It was shocking. shocking people talk about how they're gonna burn down coffee chatter headquarters there's a whole thing There's a whole strike going on outside of the friggin' headquarters. There's a whole thing. People are just waiting with forks and knives. It, it, you know, it was, it was a whole thing. It was wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Show 117. Thanks, folks. Sorry, I was just looking at all the other. There was some more, but it was just a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I think we're, I think we're probably good. Show 117. Thanks for joining, folks. ProGate. Winning starts the great gate. Um, who had a great gate? You know what? George said they had a great start on ProGate Europe this past weekend. Joris really did. Yep, he really did. So did um, so did our friends uh, in Portugal, Eddie Clarete and um, Arthur Pillard Pills. Arthur, the captain of my 2024 Olympic team. The captain, captain, big C man. I love He's, it. Pills is the captain of my Olympic team. I love it a lot. They had great cool. gates. Remember, guys, ProGate Europe. There's a reason why all these tracks have it. They're the best gates out there. Also. If you're going to get to a high level, you want your track to be at a high level. You want those pros to show up. You need to pro get Europe because that's what the pros race on. Do you think Pills listens to the show? No. <laughs> Does he follow Coffee Chatter? Let's see. Um, take a look. See, I think it's his, uh, I think the sound, the sound, or sound, the language barrier is preventing him from listening. I think if there wasn't a language barrier. He, follow, he, he follows Coffee Chatter. Okay. Well, we do put out pretty great content. He's, he's listened. He's listened. All right. Pills. Pills, buddy. If you're listening to this show, okay, drop us, drop us a French, a French message, something yeah, in, the, in the message yeah. center that's in French. This has system where we ask for people to send us a sign has worked before. So yes. pills, pills, if you're listening, hear us talking, we're talking to you right now. We're not talking to the you know, people, we're talking to you now, Arthur Pillard. <laughs> send us a message, send us a message acknowledging this, send us a message like, hey guys, I listen to, uh, or send us just. I don't know. Send us something, pills. We need something. We need a sign. Say, I listen. I don't understand anything you say, but I'm listening. That's fine too. We just want to know. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah I, so yeah, we just we need something, pills. We need something. Um, to add on to that as well, we're back on the live show, the YouTube page. We're at 700 subscribers. T. We're we're on the road to 1,000. Do you know what I'm going <laughs> to do right now? We're going to call it. Do? We're going to call it a name. We are going to oh, call out I a name. This. I love I love this game. Yeah. If there is anybody out there, anybody that's also named Arthur, okay, all the mm -hmm. Arthurs, okay, mm -hmm. I want you to go to our Coffee Chatter YouTube page. I want you to subscribe, hit that little, you know, whatever the subscribe button is, those, all those, you know, vloggers say to do. Go do that for us. We want you to listen. We want you here live. We want your participation. We love that stuff. Yep. I'm going to go with um, Jeremy, you lazy fuck. Go on YouTube. You're probably you're probably not watching right now live. You're probably listening. You probably just laughed when I said Jeremy and called you lazy. Go on YouTube, <laughs> search Coffee Chatter, and just subscribe. It takes ten seconds. That's all. And I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna type out a woman's name too. I'm gonna go with um, Alyssa. Alyssa, nice. Alyssa, Alyssa. Okay. You know what to do. You just listen to me talk to Jeremy about the same thing. You know exactly what I'm going to say. So I don't need to say it anymore, but just go do it. Please, thank you. That's all we're asking for. Just just go do it. Just don't be lazy, seriously. Just go do it. It's that simple. Yep. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Snap on green. Snap on green. Recording stopped. Well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back, guys. <laughs> you have to be fast in the truck. I hate that guy. <laughs>